podcast with Ashley and company. It's everybody's favorite author here, Ashley Antoinette. And I am here with my veterans, Bitch Cole KC. Hey, y'all. Bitch Cole V. Hey, everybody. You know what? Wait a minute. I'm changing V's name. Her name's Freaky V. Freaky V. Freaky V. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch Cole KC is on the mic. And we have a phenomenal guest. Like, yes, we're so honored yes. to have this guest sitting at our round table. Internet. Internet. Yes. That's the only yes. thing you need to say. You don't even need yeah. to say his name. We have Combat Jack in the studio, in Internet. the Bitch Code studio. <laughs> What's up, Bitch Code? What's up? Hey. How y'all feeling? Amazing. Can I just say, man, it's 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 such an honor to be here. It's like, an honor to have you. Yeah. Thank you. Literally. No, but but like I really appreciate and love and am passionate about the 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 podcast community. So anytime I could be on somebody's pack podcast, I don't care what level or status or whatever. I'm here for that. So thank you. That's, That's dope. dope. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for being thank here. You. Hey. How you feel? You in this cold Michigan weather? You know what? It's you in the jungle. It's cold out here, but it's not that cold. I mean, you know, like 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 degree wise, it's cold, but it's you know, I'm from New York. It's cold out there it's too. Cold, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, Ash, before what? we get into oh. it, come on. Oh. Oh. Shot, 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 shot. We poured. How y'all poured? And I'm not. Where you at? What is this? I feel like they're trying to like do something to my drink. This was poured for me when I walked up. Listen, we got that's because we got your back. No, y'all don't. Thank y'all for providing <laughs> this fine bullet bourbon. Absolutely. You know, I love whiskey. You, you know. said that was what you wanted. Thank so you that's so what much. Got. Thank right. you so much. Cheers. All right, to a great interview. Hey. All right, let's do this. You so. speak um, with such high intelligence. Your your intelligence quotient. As far as hip hop and music and the relevancy of different artists is just so high. Tell us who who is Combat Jack outside of the music, outside of the podcast, outside of the lawyer and the law background. Who are you as a man? Um, I mean, you know, in terms related to this. In terms of who are you? If okay. you had to answer that in one sentence, I like to ask questions. We had a, a guest, our very first guest, Juice. Mm. I asked her um, if you wanted the world to remember you as one thing, what would it be? She died a few months Much after better. that podcast. So I like to ask questions that if you had to answer and you wanted this to be your legacy, okay. what would you want the world to know about okay. Combat Jack? So I am a first-generation American by way of Haiti. Wow. Um, I've always been passionate about music and entertainment. I've always been a fan of the music, even before hip-hop, because I remember before hip-hop, existed like my favorite artist my favorite album of all time is stevie wonder's songs in the key of life oh man yes. it's amazing he's talking about real God. music right but, now. but but you know i was a club kid in new york city during the 80s i was very fortunate to be like on the ground level of hip-hop ground zero so like as a fan from like day one hip-hop has shaped my whole perspective um i've been very fortunate enough to make several careers out of hip-hop as a fan. I don't even see myself as a expert of the genre as much as a fan. And I feel so fucking fortunate enough to be at this point in my life where I can give back. So if anything, what I want to be remembered for um, and what I want on my headstone is he did it for the culture. 
Mm. Nice. That's dope. That is very dope. That's dope. Because a lot yeah. of people say, I'm doing it for the culture. It's for the culture. It's about the culture. Right. Just to say it. Mm-hmm. You so know, me, like the word loyalty is thrown around right. just to say it. So let me ask you this. Do you think the culture is slowly dying? How can the culture die? Like, like, you know, you... Because some people are saying that. They're saying the hip-hop culture is turning into bubblegum rap or or just novelty rap is what they're calling it. Um, do you think it's it's dying or it's just Evolving. reshaping the culture? You know, right? it's, it's, it's crazy because we talk about what is black culture. Mm-hmm. But what we don't talk about is how there's no there's really no such thing as a black culture because black culture is American culture. Mm-hmm. If we didn't have black culture, we would not have American culture as we know it. Mm-hmm. That being said, hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can look at it from you know a, a domestic perspective, but when you look globally in every aspect, hip hop has affected everything. It has from journalism to I mean, I listen to the with my nine year old daughter. I listen to the Disney Channel, mm-hmm. and I'm amazed at how everything on the Disney Channel is so influenced mm-hmm. by hip hop. So how can we say that hip-hop is dying when hip-hop is the most influential and dominant force globally? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We haven't even tapped into what African hip-hop is right now. We're just getting a taste of what, you know, like Drake broke down the doors. Like Drake did some shit phenomenal. Like I don't even think we talk about what he did was so impossible in terms of expanding our perspective as to how foreign artists can dominate hip-hop. So we can't talk about hip-hop is dead until we've heard every fucking Drake from Zimbabwe, New Zealand, Australia, Japan. It's just starting. Mm -hmm. It's just starting. And I think, you know, when you look at rock and roll, rock and roll, I think, had like a shelf of like maybe 50 years. Mm -hmm. We're like maybe 42 years in, and this shit is showing no signs of stopping. I I talk to my kids. (laughs) I talk to my kids, and the best thing about having kids in this game, is they keep me in this game. Mm-hmm. So when my 15-year-old son says to me, Dad, my favorite rapper of all time is Skepta. Mm. It's just like, oh, this shit is even just starting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand? Right. So I have the fortune of looking at hip-hop through younger eyes. And, you know, I would say, I gotta die. Mm-hmm. Dre gotta die. And I'm not comparing myself to Dre. I'm not concerned, you know, comparing myself to Jay and the cat. This is like the first time that this genre is approaching middle age. We're middle age yeah. hip hop right now. Yeah. We got to be in our 80s and 90s before we ta- start talking about hip hop dying. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's no age limit to hip hop because I, no. I see a lot of comments like, when Jay Z going to stop rapping or when, you know, even a lot of these new rappers, who made the comment? Somebody made the comment. I don't listen to Jay-Z. Jay-Z, not the greatest rapper alive, alive to me. Right. Yeah, I think they named, I can't even remember who they named. They named some new school yeah, rapper. Right. So is there an age limit when you should re, just retire from hip-hop? Maybe go on, like, he did go on to be an executive, but he still comes out and raps. You know, he's Yo, that shit on Shining? Yeah, it's, it's listen, way y'all going on heavy with me for three days now. Like, I put a bag over Drake's head, and people don't even know that. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't. And I love me some Drake. I'm, you but do. I'm a huge yeah. Jay Z fan. And when I heard Shining, I said, I, I just feel like he come out sometimes. Like, I said, Jay Z, please drop an album. Please drop some music. He come out sometimes. Like, respect your elders. I mean, he does. I mean, hey, 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 hey. I'm still here. When Nas drops, you know, album ain't done. 
Man, you're what? like, what the fuck? Best and, song on DJ Khaled's album. Yes. So, yeah. so what I gotta say is this: when I was coming up, the oldest rapper maybe was 25. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then motherfuckers became 30. Right. But this is still a phenomenon that we're living through. Right. And once again. Let's wait until the movie ends. Mm-hmm. Because at my age right now, being in this game since 89, I've never felt more powerful. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, you know, and I'm coming from a humble perspective, but I'm amazed at how influential I am in this pocket of hip-hop in terms of podcasting, which is still very brand very new. very new, right. You understand what I'm saying? So it's still too early, and cats that are talking about hip-hop is that I really feel sorry for y'all. Like, that y'all really can't, pull back and really just enjoy like I got I got peers my age so like how can you fuck with the Migos because the Migos are fucking dope mm-hmm. how can you fuck with Ray Schremer because they're fucking I like dope Ray how can you fuck with Young Thug he's changing the fucking yeah. game mm-hmm. yeah you understand what I'm saying yeah I definitely so do. like my thing is like let's stop of, of course this is it's more than music it's culture so we definitely have to we're also right. passionate about this and I understand right. You know, we have our opinions about this and all of that is very welcome. But at the same time, let's not be short-sighted. And let's just sometimes fucking pull back and just enjoy all the shit that's coming Let's enjoy the artistry. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about, okay, you said that hip-hop shapes the culture of the nation, of the world, basically, and it does. But how can you appropriate hip-hop culture and black culture but disrespect black culture at the same time? Well, that's that's white racist supremacy 101. Mm -hmm. You know, we've always been appreciated for the contributions. You know, I just read today that the, the woman that designed uh, the the dime was an African American woman, but we wow. don't know that. Like yeah. hidden figures, like, hidden figures, yeah. right? We we, 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 we we brought humanity to the moon. Right. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. we 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 created science, and math, and plumbing, and electricity, mm-hmm. and whatever the fuck else that we all enjoy. But we're always gonna take. You know, we're always going to be ignored because ultimately there's this weird thing about mankind appreciating our contributions but but not appreciating us. Mm-hmm. And I think at a certain point, you know, like, so, okay, so let me tell you this story. So my father-in-law was a very inco- accomplished um, songwriter and producer. His name was Teddy Van. He won a Grammy. He produced and wrote uh, Love Power by Luther Vandross. So he came from the 50s and the 60s and the 70s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he also produced and wrote this song, Santa Claus is a Black Man. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a big, that's a big song during Christmas. So I remember when Eminem came out, and I used to tell him, like, and he would listen to Hot 97. Like, he always stayed current. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was in his 70s. He always stayed. He never wanted to age um, musically. So I would talk to him about how Eminem was great. And he'd be like, no, Eminem is not great. I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Eminem is great. So we used to play chess for hours and have this debate for like three or four years. And finally one day, I beat him in chess and he was like, you know, I got to tell you, Eminem is great. He is. But the reason why I've argued with you for so many years about how Eminem is not great because there's going to be a time when media and society will say that Eminem is the greatest rapper that ever lived. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? That can't happen. We live in an age of digitization and the whole nine. And then he passed away in 09. And then in 2010, Rolling Stone magazine has the audacity to put Eminem on the cover and say he's the king of hip-hop. Profit. Right? (laughs) Right? So it was like, shit, this shit can still happen. 
That's like Elvis, though. Like, they, they called Elvis because he came, yeah. he came from the time of Elvis. That's, he saw that. That's that's what he was telling yeah. me. I live through Elvis. Your time is Eminem. Right. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So I just think that, you know, as, as we continue to enjoy the maturation of this culture, we also have to be vigilant of claiming by any means necessary our contributions because history has shown us over 400 years that they want our contributions and they don't fuck with us. So who is your greatest MC of all time? If you don't have one, give me your top three. I want one. I said top five. I, I want, want one. one. I want one. But sometimes it's hard for people to, you Not know. for Combat Jack. The greatest MC to me. Uh-huh. And there's so many layers. Because <laughs> y'all already know. Because like I'm ready for them. I'm from Brooklyn, so I will always be partial to Brooklyn Ten MCs. NYC okay. The greatest MC that ever existed is Jay-Z. Mm. Do you see my shirts? <laughs> I can agree with that. Like, that I, I can agree with. Like, I have no argument. Like, there. like Jay Z has gone through so many different levels, yeah. and when you listen to Do Rag Jay, when yeah. Jay was Do Rag, yeah. Jay, no one could yeah. fuck oh, with him. Shit, it was like the motherfucker was No, not even before twenty, even after twenty two twos. I'm talking about like tours, like right before. Ether when he was doing like 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 shit with MOP and like this motherfucker mm. would jump like was like uh I show you how to do this son like when yeah, Jay was so when flagrant <laughs> when Jay was do rag Jay when he was a nigga when yeah. he was do rag Jay <laughs> I had never heard an MC spit that street shit mm-hmm. with that high intellect shit and just common sense and look where he is right now he's amazing where, like, he's you, a high he's concept upper, he's upper echelon that's the thing when you can take the hood and make it high concept where white people love it right you go you, the sky is the limit I mean the that's great, with anything the, and then he'll rap about that he'll rap about, rap about that rap about finessing the yes, suits yes. you have to finesse the suits mm-hmm. right? we, you we, can't let them be afraid of you when you walk into right. the room and Jay Z is a master at we that. live in a time when when I look back especially now because now it's so pivotal when you look at President Barack Obama, mm-hmm. he's the Jay Z of presidents. Absolutely, hands down. Yeah. Do you understand the question? Do you understand what I'm saying? He's the people's president. Yeah. He is the man. Now, is he the most successful? No, because I nope. think the greatest hip hop producer of all time is Dr. Dre. Absolutely. Of course, because Absolutely. and it's not because sonically, but because Dr. Dre has changed the game at least five, several six times. times. Yes, like we had, we, I didn't like when I was coming up. There was no Cali rappers with Jerry Curls. We didn't talk about Gats until N.W.A. We didn't have some. We didn't have G Funk until The Chronic. Mm-hmm. We didn't have Snoop Dogg. We didn't have fucking Eminem. We didn't have Tupac. We didn't have Fifty Cent. We didn't have Beats by Dre. We didn't no. have Apple Music. None. You know what I'm saying? So Dre is the greatest producer of all time. But when you look about, when you look at the scope of what Dre did, it's synonymous with what Jay Z has done. Show me another MC. Artists from fucking Marcy projects, from any project, Calliope, whatever, has done what Jay Z has done, and let me, I'll, 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 then you have an argument. Right. No, there is none. How do you feel about the influence of hip hop over women, the way that they depict women? It's, it's deplorable. It's fucking deplorable, in that, um, hip hop remains one of the most sexist, one of the most homophobic art forms. That exists, even with regard to like shit like mental health. You know what I'm saying? Like mental health is a real issue, particularly for black men and black women. Mm-hmm. But when we, I mean, I got this, you know, I push mental health on my show. Mm-hmm. And I got this um, comment one time and then it went into like emails where this young brother, because, you know, we, we, like I said, we talk about mental health. We've had therapy on our show and shout out to Tax Stone for being open to having 
you know, therapy episodes. But I was talking to these this young cat who was shot and was like almost critical, like in his teens from LA. And he said he appreciated this the whole thing about mental you know, mental health because um he got shot and was afraid to come outside and got teased, like, come on, nigga. Man up, little nigga. Like, you got shot, it ain't nothing. So going back to what I'm saying, like, hip-hop has a lot of uh, maturing to do, particularly with regard to how we view women, Mm -hmm. particularly how we we view the LBGTQ. I think there's a Q now. Yeah, there is a Q now. Is that questionable? I don't know. I don't know. You don't know what you're talking about. Queer. 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 I mean, I love, and I'm sure a lot of my peers argue with me about this, but I love how Young and May is claiming her spot She's in cold. this game yes. right now. Because if you realize, Saya um, went through that. She was like, well, you know, they want to try to change me. I can't come out because I'm a gay rapper and uh, well, a lesbian You can't rapper change Young and May. You can't. You no, cannot you change can't. And I love her for that. I love her for breaking through. And um, so, like, my dream or, like, my fantasy and my second greatest rapper of all time is Biggie, of course, Brooklyn again. Okay. Like, my dream, like, I would love to have heard Young and May on a track with Biggie. Would be. Yeah, that would I would have, because they got kind of like, and I'm not internet, stop with the fuck shit. I'm not comparing <laughs> Young and May to the late, great Christopher Wallace, but sonically, I would just have loved to yeah, hear Young and May trade yeah. bars with Biggie. Come on, Diddy, make that happen. We know we, you got some unreleased Biggie <laughs> tracks unreleased over there. Tracks. Make that happen. <laughs> That's dope. So, That's dope. So, yeah, hip hop needs to grow up, man, because at this point, like, in my, in, at this point in my life, I would have loved. My mom is ninety three years old. Oh, that's a blessing. And, that and, is a blessing. And one of the things that I feel bad about is that she she got to experience a black president. She didn't get to experience a woman president. And at mm. this point, I feel like women are the key. Women are the key, and specifically, black women have always held the key to 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 to, to um our salvation. And I feel that, you know, at this point. Like we, I would love to live in a matriarchy because patriarchy, mm. a patriarchal society is it's fucking chaotic. everything oh, up. It's chaotic. And a white male, it's barbaric. A y'all white, don't like, know what y'all doing. Like what we're seeing right now is a last ditch effort with Trump. Like it's too much change. Yeah, yeah. America's changing. It's becoming too, it's too brown with the Mexicans and the, the religion and this and that. We already had a black president. Mm. We got to keep this male white supremacy yeah. alive, and they put the dumbest motherfucker. In charge. The most right. incompetent But you know why they did it, though? They don't want, they need some, a puppet. They, they need, need somebody where they can pull the strings behind the scenes. Fuck Trump. Fuck Trump. Fuck Trump, and I can't and I wait until yeah. he is impeached <laughs> so we could all say you're a fucking big loser. And he'll be the first <laughs> president ever fully impeached. Yeah. Really? If he is impeached, yes. I mean, he's, cre- he's, cre- he's committed them. treason. Correct. And treason is punishable by, by death. death. By death. So, yeah, he, are we getting too deep? The, he, no. We are. Let's he'd lighten this first, shit up. He's be the first president that's ever fully impeached. Clinton and I believe Reagan were brought up for impeachment, but, but they impeached. were acquitted. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, let's first. lighten this up. I got the question. Question yes. of the day, yes. Combat Jack. Yes. We're going to talk about love and relationships. Okay. Oh, my God. No more hip-hop talk. Oh, my God. Why no. is there... A double oh standard God. in relationships. Men it's, are so quick. Don't, oh my God. We need the real, the uncensored, the uncensored answer from you. 
There's a double standard in a relationship. Men want to have their cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. Um, why is it that it's not okay for a woman to step outside of her relationship? Or even if she even thinks about cheating, it's a wrap. When men expect women to put up with constant mistakes, constant forgiveness. What? How do you feel about that? I think, once again, we live in the um, very... Um, what's the word I want to say? We, we live in the very fragile system of patriarchy where we created the rules and the standards. But, you know, I've been very blessed and fortunate enough to meet women that um, have their cake and eat it too. And are, really? Yes. And are fighting against, not even fighting, just the way they live. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we live in an age right now where women really got this. They just got to stay focused and headstrong where they're changing, you know what I'm saying, like, our perspective. I don't know any women who have their cake and eat it too. I do. As a matter I of don't. fact, I know some. I, don't either. I, I know don't. some women out there that are savages, really, and are proud to be savages. And I think it's 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 way past time where men have to say, "Babe, I don't care about your past. I just care about our future." But I that feel like from men savagery, like shit. exactly. Savagery stems from. from being hurt. Yeah. Yes. So you put up this wall, yeah. like, okay, I'm not going to allow any other nigga to treat me like shit. Yep. And now I'm going to do them the way that they've done right. me. Yep. So there's still hurt there. Of course. That's not a oh, this is I was born this way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like women result to that when they're pushed there. I feel like men breed there. But I mean there's also women out there that 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 claim their savagery. But you know what it's still Being from a woman, men though. Is it, is it, it always you guys, like, you is, know? It, is it always that? Because yes. there's some yeah. I mean, because now we're talking about nature versus nurture. Oh. And you can't tell me that there's some women that are born that are like, why the fuck do I have to play by these men rules? Mm-mm. You're speaking from a man's perspective, but from a woman I can tell you that it is inherent with us. We want that attachment, right. that one right. that oh, you wrap your world around. You live, you breathe, you eat hustle, shit. you yo, eat, yo you man. shit, you yeah. sleep with this yes. one person, person and for this one person. And when that one person breaks your fucking heart, it's over. It changes you. Yes. And you're never able to go back to that person you were before. Mm-hmm. And that's where the savagery comes from. Even if they claim it, you can sit a woman across from me and she can claim she's a savage and that she go from dude to dude to dude and she don't care. She mm-hmm. claims. Or from dude to woman to dude to woman. Yeah, that's all of that. Also, all of that. something that we, you yeah. know, that's something that we got to acknowledge yeah. also. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm encountering a lot of women right now that will not be defined by their sexuality. That's a product of heartbreak. I can Is it? it? Do you think so? I disagree. I disagree. I think, you know, at the same time, it's like, what is sexuality? What is it? What is sexuality? But see, sexuality and love, I feel like, are different. Well, we're not... Well, okay, but at the same time, what do we all want? Love. We, no, what do we all want? Before, because love is still this intangible thing. It is. I think what we want is intimacy. True. With somebody that we want, somebody that, that, that nourishes us. And understands. And, no, and, no, and understands, and there's no judgment, and those moments of intimacy are like pure bliss. Right, I think mm-hmm. we still have this misconception of what love is. What but, is it to you? Have you ever been in love? Yes. How many times? Huh. I mean. <laughs> and have you ever? I'm gonna hit you with one question at a time. Right. How many times? Um, I mean, there's been many times that I've been in love, but then when I pulled back, I like, was that really love? I was just about to say that because I don't was feel that, like you get many opportunities. Was that to really love. love? Yeah. Or was that something that it was a feeling? Because that that when that when you're attracted to somebody in that cloud and 
the fucking drugs in your brain and the endorphins affect you. Mm-hmm. It's like this is love. It feels like. But love, when you pull right? back, it's like yeah, love is love is no judgment. Love is, is it? Love is no judgment. I agree with that. I don't love agree with no that. Judgment. Okay, so I'm judging I, daily, nigga. <laughs> I'm in therapy right now. I'm in therapy right now. Mm-hmm. And last year, my therapist uh, referred this book to me. I think everyone in any relationship should read it. It's called The Truth. Okay. By Neil Strauss. Okay. And it and it and it and it. Please, that that's part of my book. That's gonna be the first book in my official book. No, it's not. What's gonna be the first book in your book? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's gonna be the second book. It's gonna be the second book. I stand corrected. New York Times bestselling author. Yes, but it's about how, in any relationship, male female, male to male, you know, male you know, female or polygamy, whatever, what's most important that we don't know how to do for the most part in every relationship is be unconditionally, uncompromisingly honest. Mm. I don't believe that. I feel like... No, that's true. I feel like that's true. I feel like I'm uncompromisingly honest in my relationship. Has there been... Has there ever been... I mean, in your relationship... But Quavo is very unique. Mm -hmm. Like, like from afar, I've watched your relationship, Mm -hmm. and it's a very unique relationship, but most of us will be in situations where even if we're doing something that is totally innocent, if we feel that our response or our honesty will evoke some type of judgment, some type of argument, Mm. some type of criticism, we might, I'll be out with my boys and then like, where you at? I'm on my way home. Right. Because I don't, you know what I'm saying? Is that a man's? I don't, it's a man's. No, I don't think that's a man's. No, it's it's both. Really? I think it's both as well. It's both. Really? It's both. Here's why I think it's both because I'm super nice. Mm-hmm, you are. I get criticized for being too nice by by my by friends <laughs> and by my husband. So what I think is innocent, my partner is gonna be like, "Bitch, why the fuck you, why yeah. the fuck you rubbing this nigga's shoulder? Exactly. Yeah. Why and the fuck you speaking? Oh, we had a conversation oh, about speaking, speaking to exes, to exes. Right. and what I see is, "Hey, how you doing?" And I He's said, like, "Walk past why that are nigga. you head down, you know." So feet move. So what I what I what I what I found is you have to like right now I will not like I don't think anybody should engage in this is my perspective. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody should engage moving forward in a relationship until they both read this book the truth. I'm gonna wow. have to read that. Because, I'm gonna read that. Because it forces you, if you really if this book really resonates with you, it's like, okay, I'm going to have the most uncomfortable conversations with my partner, the person that I love. Mm-hmm. So that our relationship is the most comfortable. Mm-hmm. So and you do that from jump. So there's no yeah. So so if there's a conversation like yo, I'm going to see my ex tonight because I want to have closure, mm-hmm. and I'm telling you this, you don't have a right to say yes or no. I'm telling you this because I love you and I appreciate right. the and I respect you. And, and this is what I'm. This going is to the do. thing that I feel like I'm going to speak from a woman's perspective because I know you say that that goes across um, male and female, but I feel like men don't have that conversation because they think that we're going to get upset. Right. But I think from a woman's perspective, if you tell me that up front and you give me the choice, don't have me in the dark looking stupid. Give me the choice of whether or not I want to be involved with this chaos or with right. this situation. Put it out on the table up front with, so I can make a choice as a, choice as a grown-ass woman to say, I can handle that. Or no, this is too much for me. I need to walk right. away. I think that's where the confusion lies. Like, you take away our choices and you treat us like children mm-hmm. almost when you make the choice for a woman. If you're a grown ass man. Or for a man, because or listen, for a man, listen, listen, women do it too. I just tweeted this morning. I just tweeted this morning that I've been analyzing my real life timeline. 
And I just realized this morning, oh shit, my mom's was a savage. <laughs> Your mother? My mom's, who was so innocent to me. But when I, I look, know my mom was savage. Like, my mom's was yeah, a my savage. Mama's savage. <laughs> and, and it's like, yo, it's like, it, it goes, like, if we're talking about sexism, right? If we're talking about sexism, we can't put everything on men. You can't. No, because, I'm biased. Because what I'm impressed about is when I get locked into, like, the amazingness that is a woman and how women have the very fucking same needs as men. And and, right. and, and sometimes you, we, I think, I think how men get blindsided is men think or men put women on this pedestal that they have a higher moral code. Code than I think men. we do. But we do, yeah. Okay, wait, 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 wait. wait, 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 wait he wait, like, wait, fuck wait, that. Wait. Because because once we start doing that, right? Are we taking something away that's really essential to humanity, which is we all have the same needs? What's all? what's the number one need for a man? For you. You can't speak for all men. What's your number one need? Um, security. You know what? That's a shocking answer because that's a I think feel like that's a number one need mm-hmm. for a woman. Well, a man wants to be secure so that a woman can feel secure. Mm. Mm. Speak that shit. So when a man fumbles a woman's security, because I feel like if I'm in a relationship with you, your it's your job to make me feel secure. Mm-hmm. So when you fumble my security and suddenly I'm insecure, right. is it because you were never secure to begin with? And I how mean, do I get you to a place where you're secure? I mean, I think, you know, you can't get a man, like you can't intentionally get a man to feel secure or to be secure as much as how he feels about you should inspire him to do anything mm. in his power to be secure. This is inspiration. Just like you can't stop a man from cheating. You can't. No, but, no but, matter what you do, no matter how good of a woman. But if he values you to a certain level, mm-hmm. he will never cheat. So if he does... So, wait, before you so say that, so, so monogamy is possible. I'm food. Watch out of my mouth. <laughs> so monogamy is possible it's according possible. to that theory. Well, what's monogamy? Just being with one, one person, woman, yeah. not cheating. I've heard this story I heard last year was the best uh-uh. story I ever heard. <laughs> where this dude and his girl mm-hmm. had the most honest, clear, and even open-ish relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they were out at a club. And some side chick stepped to his chick Mm. in front of everybody. Mm. And he stood up and was like, what the fuck are you doing? This is my girl. Damn right. Get the fuck out of here. here. You know your fucking position. Get the fuck out of here. Now, is this by by our normal standards monogamy? Or is it monogamy? Yes. It's not monogamy. But it is monogamy, though. Because at the end of the day, regardless of what he did, his relationship with his woman was so unique, and he had held her town amount. And she had an understanding with him as to what he could and couldn't do. That's a monogamous relationship because this other chick That's didn't fucking matter. That's but they also thing. were very honest to understand that this chick... Like, what is sex? Sex is just a chemical, to physical men, thing. Though. To, to men, women, to women. Sex no, is an emotional no connection. Thing. Not yeah. all. I've no, but you I, I know savage women. But I'm telling but you, man, turn her savage. Women, trust me. Exactly. Did I tell you I was a savage? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like when we, that song, Rihanna's song, <laughs> that song is came so from fucking clear. Yeah, she's like, fuck. <laughs> but at the same time, she was like, you were just a fuck thing. Yeah. And I know many women that are like, no. Like I've been in relationships where women are like, no. 
You're just a fuck thing. Sit down. But you don't know where that attitude came from. I don't from. care. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know where water came from. I still need to drink it. I need right? to know where my shit came <laughs> from. I need to I mean, know the origin in, of the source. In Flint, in Flint <laughs> exactly. you gotta know where your water came from. I gotta know where my shit came from. But at the same time, it's like, you know, are we gonna overanalyze? Are we gonna play the game in terms of the, the, the box that we're in? Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So I think monogamy has different like like that relationship that experience that I just told you this motherfucker in the club defending his woman with regard to side chick that to me that's one of the clearest examples of what monogamy is you will not come between me and my woman I think that's every nigga do that in the, when I think every nigga is going to take that defensive position when they side chick come up and try to confront that woman you better nigga yeah, yeah I'm saying you better you, you, you go but a, lot of, a lot of men don't though but I've more often than than not but I've Get the fuck out of here. I, listen, <laughs> we see it. We see it every day on. Not to say that love and hip hop is the Bible because it's not. It's definitely but, not. But it's not the Bible. But it's what's broadcasted every single week. But that's fake. On Monday, it's fake. It is and, fake. It, and it's not definitive. You gotta go with real life. It's not definitive. It's, it's, it's not definitive. But if we're talking about just what people perceive. Now, some people take love and hip-hop and say, this is what comes on Monday through Wednesday, and we know it's reality, and we know it's probably scripted, but this is what we're choosing to show you. There are a lot of men out here that want to see their side bitch and their girlfriend No, but let's and, go from just a drama. realistic standpoint. That is real let, to let, some Let me people, tell you something. Though. The best conversations I've heard recently is from women that say, listen, whatever, like we're in this monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. Let's be realistic. At a certain point, the excitement is going to run out. It does run out. To remain yeah. monogamous, do we need to add somebody in our relationship? No, to sh- no, no, no. Listen, listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. Like this, like, do we need to add some? And, and what I love is the women will say, I'm the one in control. This is the thing, though. If you put give me that option, don't make the choice for me and then right. a bitch confronts but, me in a club. But that's that was that's what happened in this situation. Uh, in they made the choice together. Yes, and homeboy. Yeah, now like, that no, is monogamous. This is a monogamous that relationship. That is monogamous. You will not, and 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 once again, that's why this book, The Truth, really challenged my perspective of what monogamy is. Mm-hmm. It expands it. Mm-hmm. I want to read okay. it. I want to read. I, it. I have to read it before. We I... need to read it before we come back. Ultimately, yeah. if so, you want to be with podcast. one person, if you want to live your fullest with this person, if you want to die solely with this person, mm-hmm. and you have an understanding of what that means if you can bend the the what the what our the basic primitive understanding of what monogamy is then that's the highest form of monogamy and I'm not talking that pimp shit I'm not talking it sounds like you're talking that pimp shit I don't even know why I feel like you're trying to finesse us right now we got Jack the Father of podcast I'm learning like all of us are learning and 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 the best thing about like I said I'm not the youngest cat, but I'm amazed at how much the more I he- have an open mind, the more I can learn. I see that. I just feel like for me, I feel like every woman requires something different, a different level of commitment. Mm-hmm. And I cannot be in a relationship that's in a relationship with somebody else. No, I no. Being either. in a relationship with somebody else mm-hmm. is not monogamy. So what right. do you not monogamy. But a fuck thing, monogamy to you, but a f- Okay, a fuck thing. That we agree on. That we agree on. That's monogamy. It's monogamy. That's just okay. having fun. That's spicing up your relationship. Right. But at the end of the day, your loyalty, your heart, your finances, your goals, your dreams, your sadness, all of that, you got to pour all of that energy into me. Yes. And, and it I sounds agree. like the girl that approached the girlfriend mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. he was selling her a dream of something else. I don't think he was selling her. From what I understand, I don't. I think he already laid down. And maybe she just. But she, he, he probably gave her that good dick. Yeah. She was like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I can, I can be flagrant in this club right now. And he was like, bitch, listen, I done told you. This is my queen. Right. Get the fuck out of this. But I'm also now. in a position, you're not going to, if it's a point at a point where a bitch is coming up to me embarrassing me, it's already gone too he far. He didn't yeah. give her an opportunity. No, that's embarrassing. To, well, Whether I, you checked her or not. From, from what I understood, his actions. Redeemed it? Redeemed it because she was like, yo, that's my nigga. And that's what my nigga is supposed to, to do. do. It is my nigga is supposed to, to protect do. my honor. At, at, at Like, I'm not here questioning whether he failed or not. I'm questioning whether this nigga stood up and rose to the occasion mm. and protected my honor. I just feel like if you don't want to lose your bitch, you going to rise up to the occasion when you in that you situation. Yeah. You know, you that there's no other options. Yeah, you, yeah. Got two, you, you, you got two choices. But it's that bitch this, and it's it me. Oh, you got some... The other option is nigga sneak out the club. He want to go back and hit you talking about? I don't know her. Like, uh... Oh, she stepped to you for real? Oh. Yeah, that's whack. Yeah. That's yeah. whack. That's super whack. But, you know, we're all um, um, works in progress. We are. We are. You know, and, and nobody has a definitive answer. And what might mean monogamy for me might be, mean something different, different to you. Yeah. And there's room for all of that. Yeah. yeah. There's room for all of that. It's just when you're in that room with that person that you want to create a monogamous relationship, you got to speak the truth so there's no room. Mm-hmm. And I'm not perfect. I'm just saying. No this, is what I'm, this is what I'm learning. This, <laughs> this is what I'm learning. This is what you've learned. This is what I'm learning. 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 Okay. So you're a, a very, constantly evolving, constantly It's a very growing. active process. Okay. What's up, ladies? Bitch, girl! Bitch, girl! That's really dope. That's interesting. Very. I can't wait to read the books. You gotta read the book. I can't wait to read the book. And then I'm gonna no, I'm not and, gonna tweet you because I'm not on Twitter. And I, I, I'm gonna I, Instagram you. You're not on nothing. Let me I would, tell you about V. V move like a dope dealer. Yeah. I she not on <laughs> no social media. She go through like oh. other she people's social, social media. media. I will know they everything will about everything and never post anything. Ever, I will post occasionally, ever. but I would just, but that's I'll real. know everything that's about real. everything. That's real, that's real. Yeah. You know, that's it's me. real niggas move in silence. They do. Or the, yeah. Real bitches lurk. I'm good. Real bitches are professional lurkers. I like that. Real bitches are professional lurkers. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What we talking about right now? We need another shot. No, I got. I've been shotting. Oh, you've been shot. You, you had a shot. We shot. No, no, I've been drinking all. That's all right. You can't make the rules guess, on the bitch code. Come back. Y'all motherfuckers, motherfuckers want to get me drunk. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, V. All right. I can't see. Tell me when. Stop. Okay. That was a real short pour. That was wait, a wait, real wait, wait, ladies, short when we I'm going, I, Y'all got me up right now. We got you up all the way up. All the way up. Shout out to Remy and Fat Joe. Shout out to Remy and Fat Joe. Yes. Yes. Oh, all right. We're going to take a little bit of a break. Let everybody cool off. And we'll be back in a minute. No. No? No breaks. You're enjoying no. yourself. No. no. Are you, you are. having a good time on listen, the bitch? Listen. So I do have a question for you, yeah. though. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go okay, so... You you touched on it a little bit earlier when you said you know where you came from and, and being an attorney being an attorney yes mm-hmm. how did you get into podcasting and how did you know podcasting would be what it is because it's a major wave right now mm-hmm. so and, and we consider you one of the godfathers of thank podcasting. you thank you so much I how did that. you know 
that this wave was going to just take off. Okay, so yeah. there's there's two types of people. And I was explaining this to my team earlier. Mm-hmm. There's people that plan and have the foresight. Mm-hmm. And they can see shit. And they could just write shit down and they plan it. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people that can't see the future. They just trust the present. Mm, and they're okay. always at the right place at the right time. And I just realized that my life gift, my life's gift, is being that person that could be at the right place at the right time. Okay. So what I mean to say is, um, I didn't know mm-hmm. that this young nigga that had no money named Damon Dash and Jay-Z would become my biggest clients. I was there. I didn't know that my boy Diddy would be one of the greatest, greatest persons that ever did it in our generation. Mm-hmm. And I got to a point um, when I was in the music industry in, in 2003 where I just felt tired. I felt exhausted. I felt like I had no longer had passion. And I was like, I don't know what the next step is, but I can't do this for another motherfucking year. So I quit everything. Just like December that. 31st, 2003. Mm. I woke up January 1st, 2004, like, nigga, what the fuck are you going to do? <laughs> right. right. But I also knew I, have th- I had this instinct that, You've always landed on your feet, mm-hmm. and you're going to be okay. So from that, I ended up writing a book, um, Bling, the hip-hop uh, history the history of hip-hop jewelry. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit, I got a check for my creative thoughts. The universe is showing me I'm on the right path. Mm-hmm. I was blogging at the time. I created the whole concept, Combat Jack. And I thought blogging was just some shit that college kids did that yeah. didn't matter. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, motherfuckers are really yeah. responding right. to my blog. Um, in 2009, I got approached to do an online radio show. I kind of held back because I didn't know what, I was like, it didn't feel right. In 2010, I was like, fuck it, I'll do it. I'll put my 100% in. I did an online radio show called The Combat Jack Show. It was online. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, um, we became a podcast. I didn't even know what podcasts were. Mm-hmm. So like two years in the game, I met my um, partner of my, my network, Loudspeakers Network. Chris Morrow. Chris Morrow. And Chris started producing the shit out of the Combat Jack show. And he was like, after like a good year's run, and we had the best fucking run ever that year, he's like, let's start a podcast network. And I was like, what's a podcast? Meanwhile, you've been doing what you're doing. And he's a white man, so he didn't say this, but he gave me this look like, nigga. Right. <laughs> we've been doing podcasts. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, oh, and then we just, so I would say like, I didn't have the foresight as much as I trust my instinct. Mm-hmm. And I've always lived by trusting my instinct. I'm very fortunate. It's always proven to be right for me. And I think, you know, as people of color and people in general, like we ha- we are very intuitive people. We're very intuitive. And in this age of like iPhone and Starbucks and Mac and whatever, we forget to trust our instinct. Mm-hmm. Right. But instinct yeah. to me, I don't care how much you plan shit, shit could change. Absolutely. Right? But if you trust your gut, and and I got to say this also, throughout my life, it amazes me how spot on women's intuition It's like a is. magic power. But y'all don't trust that shit. Power, don't trust right? it. Yeah, we don't trust it enough. You learn to trust tell us this is what, what the hell is. is going on. When you're know. a young woman, you don't know yourself yet. Right. right. So that feeling scares you. Yeah. When you're a grown-ass woman and you, you done been through some shit, like, uh-uh. you know what Absolutely. Absolutely. It propels, yeah. propels Absolutely. It propels And it, it works for me in multiple situations, not just in my relationship. relationship, but when I get that gut feeling, I might meet somebody 
and just it just ain't settling right in my vibes, soul. Yeah. If I catch any type of vibe from you, nigga, it's done. Yes. It's a wrap. Yeah. Yes. You can't bring that energy into my circle because I have too much to lose. Yes. You right. see what I'm saying? I got a family. Like, you came and you saw it's it's really family. Yes. Here. And I and I really feel really like you don't understand. Like I'm so honored that you guys flew us out here. And just last night we went bowling and I was like, yo, I really appreciate this more than any type of industry type blah, blah, blah. Because mm-hmm. to me, it's like, it's trust that I honor. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's fucking like, this is what I live for. Like, yeah. like I'm in the industry, but I don't do the industry shit when I don't industry. have to do it. Mm-hmm. I walked away from the industry so I could do my low key. Yeah. yeah, real peaceful, like goofy. I just want to. I want to get you money in the back. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I want to do. But when you make money with the people that you include in your circle mm-hmm. and they respect your circle, mm-hmm. that's all money ain't good money. Absolutely, yeah. True. absolutely. Because this is this is a show that I thought of like a year, what a year and a half ago. We it were literally in Florida. Yeah, we were, we we were, were talking sitting, combat yeah, and off air. When you story. in a certain position, I got agents and lawyers, and you know, just mm-hmm. a team of people that's trying to build a brand. And they want to put certain people with you. You can do the show with this person. You can do the show with mm-hmm. that person. Or we're going to make the show bigger. Let's bring in this person. Yeah. I rock with my bitches. I rock yeah. with the people that have rocked with me from the very beginning. And the people that I trust. I know that the people that I sit at this round table with love my family. They respect mm-hmm. my marriage. They are not going to let me walk into a situation where it's vultures around. Like, right. they're not going to let me take an L. Will they be brutally honest with you? They absolutely will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They absolutely <laughs> will. These absolutely. bitches keep me grounded <laughs> like no other. <laughs> Is it, you I'm know, because you can get to feeling yourself. You can cry. be like, oh, shit, I'm Hollywood ass. And I'll be like, She'd be like, bitch, right? Bring it down. Like they keep you take that shit grounded. They keep you grounded. They keep you grounded, and it's important to have those type of people in your life, or you will lose yourself, and you will start to ignore that intuition and walk into situations and through doors that aren't meant for you. So the greatest. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm gonna keep you together. Yeah, (laughs) they keep me together. The greatest lesson that my father-in-law taught me was. In this industry, in any entertainment industry, any hype industry, you have to work a hundred percent to create the hype. Mm-hmm. But you yourself personally have to work two hundred percent to never believe mm. your hype. Because once mm, you believe in your hype, <laughs> it's a wrap. Okay, let's go for a break. Ah. <laughs> that's deep. Ah, that's deep. <laughs> Now we can break. Yeah, now we can break. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's over the bitch right. Bitch code. We'll be back with more bitchiness. Where all my bitches moment. at? Right. <laughs> Where all bitches at? This is the Bitch Code Podcast with Ashley Antoinette. You are now rocking with the best. Bitch. All right, we are back with Combat Jack. And we're bringing back the podcast with a drink. With another <laughs> shot. Yeah. Red cups up. Hey, hey, I'm washed. <laughs> oh, oh. Y'all do not fuck around with Fucking this Fucking awesome. No. Listen. No, I'm, it's a wa- must. I'm washed right now. You washed? Okay, so I'm washed. I'm not washed. No, I, I am. I think <laughs> I'm washed. I am. I'm I'm done. I don't even know if I fully understand what wash means because I feel that's like a you guys, that's a New York term. Wash is when, you, when, when you like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I might lose my keys. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I might leave my phone right here. Like, no, you know we don't want to get I'm, you washed, then. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm good washed, but I'm like. We got goons around you. Don't worry. Right. I'm, you I'm, can I'm be washed. Ready. You yeah. can move off. Yes. And we got you. Yes, thank you. When you come to yeah. our city. Yo, let me tell y'all something. The welcome y'all have presented us with is so fucking heartwarming. 
good. Like, like this is like our really like myself, uh, Jonathan Mena, and A King. This is like our first official time mm-hmm. here in Detroit. We went to Flint, and the shit is so heartwarming. And it's like, it makes us realize that that I'm getting real emotional right now. But it makes us realize that we're doing the right thing. Good. Yeah. The, the shit that we could communicate with other people and just feel good, not on some thug. Like it's just like we feel good because we're 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 sitting with our family. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So thank y'all. Oh, you're really, welcome. I really appreciate no, thank that. You. Right. Thank, yeah, you. thank you. Thank you. Like, this is... An honor, low-key. It is. Yeah. Like, this is a small yeah. show that we do. We're girlfriends. Like, yeah. like you like, said, we're, we're real family. Friends. We are real friends. We do real-life shit together. This we is not just... We go to the just, zoo together with yes, our kids. Yes, with the kids, boo at the we damn zoo. We do lame zoo, shit. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, like we're we not... do real-life together. Yeah. It's not something that she was just like, oh, I think... V hot. Oh, I think Chloe is dope. Let me just, yeah. you know, we do real life shit together. But Chloe we, is dope though. Chloe is dope. <laughs> That's why we she's were, we here. We were bowling last <laughs> night. We did. <laughs> See, this is how we feel. Like, for one, we don't trust many people, so yeah. we don't want to be in a room full of motherfuckers we don't know, unless we right. paying security at the door. Right. Like, we just don't want to. So I need to be in an environment where I feel safe at all times. Well, I'm gonna tell y'all what y'all did last night. Like. I, you know, as much as I'm very confident, I'm very in tune with my, with my, um, me not being confident, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? My insecurities. And so when, when we, when, when Quavo said we were going bowling, I was like, yo, I'm really an insecure bowler. You were legit though. That, that's, no, no, that's one of the things, like, I'm like, I don't like. Like I don't have confidence in myself when I bowl. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? okay. I, I mean that's real. Like we okay. know we're, we're confident yeah. and, and uh, yeah. confident. And y'all had me bowling. Yeah. And I had yeah. such a great time. And I, and that's that was magic. That's Good. Dope. So thank y'all again. Good. That's we sprinkled dope. some of that black girl magic we on did. you. Yeah. All right. All right. You uh-huh. right. sprinkled a little bit. Salt bay. Do it again, baby. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> That nigga was sprinkling old bay. That was old bay. That was so. He had some lorries. So what's up? This is our last question. This is. I'm keeping us on time. This is. Yes. I feel like he came and was like a little moderator a little bit. He was. This is cold, but it's kind of Listen, listen. When I'm committed, I'm committed. You're teaching us, though. Like, we are so humbled and so honored to have you. Thank you. So let us thank you one more time. Yes. Because you never know how many more shots we're going to take, and we might forget to thank you. <laughs> For real. That, that's, so that's thank legit. you. Thank you, and you are forever family to the Coleman's, yeah. to the bitch Cole. We appreciate you. Yeah, I'm getting so emotional right now. Let's let's keep it moving. All right. Let's cry it. Let's cry Okay, so for me, monogamy is, you know, it goes with being faithful and not having, you know, multiple partners. So from a woman's perspective, or a man's perspective, how can a woman maintain that money? That monogamy with her mate, like, what can I stop as you as from cheating on me? Yeah, sexual like, wise. I, yeah, what can I do? Yeah, Time Time out. Out. <laughs> it's 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 too close right now. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, right. I mean, it's it, that's a personal answer, and it'll probably be different for every person mm-hmm. because every person has different needs. You know what right. I mean? Like my needs are different than your needs, V, right. and V's needs are different than your needs, Chloe. I just need some time and attention. You and said you don't want that much? Not that much, but like a little hollow day on a Saturday night. Consistency. Or... Yeah, yeah. Consistency. that's major key. I don't need DJ consistency. Yeah. This is my thing. I I've been in my relationship. Mm-mm. I was 15 when I linked with my husband. I'm 31 now. 
don't need consistency. Shit, I, do. I just need loyalty. I need, I but do. that's consistent. Right. I need you to, to ride me, to be on me, to tell me I'm like I'm gorgeous. I'm this. See, I don't I'm need that. all that. I don't know. You know what you need and you know what you need, but as a as a married woman and having kids and going through that hormonal change where you it just is, don't even want to have sex because you mm-hmm. just popped out a baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Your shit I, might not I'm be still, the same. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what it is that I need to on a consistent basis mm-hmm. to get me going because I know what it is on a short term to get you or, going or, or, wait or random yeah. to get you going where sexually yes to get on you a, going to get children. you going to get yes. you going Man, to get if a nigga is sexually on a, on a regular basis I just yeah. think because it's, it's the, the, the triggers yeah. are there yeah. I'm, I'm popping place, yeah. but that's when we're in front now does it need to start earlier in the day I don't know I think it's a conversation Okay. It's the conversation. It's the communication. It's the it's the it's the connection. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what it is. Okay. And and and, and if that can flow, loving because it's I just I just I just uh, tweeted something this week that there's always going to be issues. Mm-hmm. There is. But it All don't. The time. But it don't. <laughs> it doesn't have to be stressful. Okay. Really? Okay. That doesn't have to be stressful. Ooh, you know what, though? You've been... No, 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 no. Listen. Listen. And, 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 if you, and, and if you're in a situation where the relationship really matters and you're not coming from a place of ego, because we're all yes. conditioned. We all have some type of abuse or dysfunction or something yeah. that we bring to the table. Nobody's mm-hmm. perfect. But if you can accept that and accept how fucked up you can be mm-hmm. and how fucked up somebody else can be. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to start from there. Like, we're both... Fucked up individuals. Fucked up, fucked up yeah. individuals. We Literally. both can be grimy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We, can both, we both can go dark. Like, we both are fucked up. Mm-hmm. But I don't give a fuck about your past. I just know who you are, you know, and can we talk about this? Mm-hmm. This then is... Everything else, the intimacy, the consistency, because that's what you really cherish is being in a relationship where there's no fucking judgment. This is the thing with... Um, my husband, and I can only speak for my marriage and my relationship. Mm-hmm. That's my nigga. Mm-hmm. Do you hear me? Yeah. I will fucking take a bullet. I will bust a bullet. Like, I will do anything for that man. Mm-hmm. There ain't a bitch. Anything. There's not a situation that can come between the way that I feel for that man. This is the man that took me from a little-ass girl mm-hmm. in high school and told me that my no was important. So, mm-hmm. when I'm sitting in a room with Combat Jack or... Anybody, like I've encountered so many individuals throughout my career that should intimidate me, that should make me feel that flutter, like, oh shit. You know, like I'm, I'm not of, intimidating. No, but I'm saying when you're out of your element. Right, you right. know what I mean? Like when you're there's just certain right, professional situations yes, that yes, yes, yes. that you feel like, oh shit, I'm and the little person. Through so many right. different levels. Yeah, I don't feel that. Because I know I got that goon sitting on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That I can call at any time. There's nothing that he and I can go through. That will make that goon disappear. Right. That's okay. my nigga. He rocked me to death. But that's also because y'all have that conversation. No, like, no. Sometimes no, it's no, unspoken. No, no. But but it's still a conversation. Really? Unspoken or not, I, I you and him have a rapport that mm, you have yeah, developed. We over, do. Over we do the, the, the years that y'all have been we together, do. so mm-hmm. that it doesn't have. It's it's y'all understand each other enough. Yeah. Y'all know each other enough so that y'all can communicate. Absolutely. And it, and that's what I'm saying. And Absolutely. when y'all get on that level. You can't, you can't shake that shit. You can't shake it. But and it, 
I mean, I, like, I never present, I never want to present to the world, like, a perfect couple or a perfect marriage or a couple relationship because that shit doesn't exist. Perfection does not exist. But when you choose the person that you're riding for, like, there's nothing that can shake that. And then there's always going to be issues. It does not have to be stressful. That's the dopest advice I've ever heard. I need heard, to learn though. that shit. I bring stress, though. Ash brings but see, drama, but, nigga. <laughs> but for me, it's like, it's either, it, there's no gray area. So I, I'm either like, I'm just, I'm just chilling. But so. he's, he. this is him coming from his experiences, his years of living, I, I his years of loving. Shit. You have to lose, you have to love, yeah. you have to learn throughout the entire process. He's telling you. It doesn't have to be. Okay, so let me tell you this. Let me tell you something. But I get there. Part of not having the stress mm-hmm. is knowing that at this point, we both got L's. Yeah, for sure. So we want to start adding more L's on here? Or like, babe, like, let's... Let's win, yeah. nigga. Yeah. Let's win, nigga. We want to save team, so we losing. So you, I might be mad at your shooting average or me hogging the ball, but like, we on the same team. I love that. Yeah, that's. I love that. Let's collect these W's. We're gonna argue and lose against. Or we're gonna be like, yo, we on the same team. Yeah. I acknowledge that I'm hogging the ball and I won't do it again. (laughs) And you you acknowledge that you you gotta be in 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 the gym more practicing with your shot. Because it's dirt. Because I love you. I love you. You love me. Isn't that what it is? That is what it is. That is what it is. That's the way we need to explain it to men. That is through basketball. Why did I? Think of that. Why uh, did you think of that? Miss fucking Why retired jersey. Right. Like you a baller and you ain't even high school sports hall of fame. You know, internet. Just a slight brag. Just a little brag. Just a little brag. That little sauce. I still got game. In case you were wondering. Why did I think of that? That's a dope way to look at I it. Let's leave it at that. Like, let's leave it at that. It's a team you build together as a team. You lose together, you win together. You do. And which what, what you say? What you want? More L's? You want more dubs? Yeah. Yeah. I want more, more dubs. dubs. I'm winning, dog. I'm winning. Got no choice. Win, win, life, win. Like, you know what? Yeah. This, this is the bottom line, yo. Like they say, life is life is short. It's long right. to me, though. Like no, when you, no, no, no. When, when, when you're not happy, yeah. Life is motherfucking yeah. long. Yeah. Exactly. I want the shortest life possible. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I want okay. life to go like bomb. Yeah. Like damn, I blinked and it's over. And when it's over, I'll be like, yo, I lived. I lived. Right. <laughs> everybody <laughs> dies. Everybody dies, but not many everybody people live. live. Yeah. Not many yep. people live. Like it. I come from Flint, Michigan. If it wasn't for me, my mom would not leave the parameters of Flint, Michigan. Right. I see the world because I want to know what's out there. Yeah. I want to see. I want to live. I want to feel. I want to taste. Mm. I want all of that. Yeah. If it probably wasn't for me, my husband wouldn't want to live like that. Right. You know what I mean? Like I want to see. I just want to know. Everything. What's out there? Mm-hmm. Everybody dies, not everybody lives. Yeah, and we who living the on the bitch car. Yeah, we living on we're the bitch car. Like, uh, no, Nikki when I say bitch, oh, bitch. Oh, shut up, Nikki. Yo, you gotta come out, yo. Come on, Nikki, drop that. Yes, yes. Matter of fact, that's the only song on her part that I like. Come premiered on the bitch car. Right, yeah. All right, well, we're going to leave it at that. I think this has been a phenomenal yeah, interview. I, I don't think I've ever been this drunk on the podcast. See? <laughs> and yeah. we ain't even, even started. Internet. Like, what is that? Internet. 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 Yo, this is such an honor. Thank you. Um, 
Can I? You pass on. Can I close this? Combat Jack. Yeah, right. You are <laughs> This is so sincere to me, and I just want to close the show. Combat. Y'all know what it is, internet. Dream those dreams, and then woman up, man up, and live those dreams. Because a life without dreams is black and white, and the universe flows in technicolor and surround sound, bitches. And that's it. And that's wow. it. That's it. There is it. Except this. One more. Except this. If you're, we hope you enjoyed the show. If you're a ratchet bitch, classy bitch, rich bitch, broke bitch, ugly bitch, pretty bitch like us, yes. you should have enjoyed the podcast today. We have the legendary pot podcaster, the godfather of podcasts, yes. Comeback Jack Internets. in the building. Yes. And we hope you enjoyed the show. Please come back and visit us. Yes. Uh, follow us. You want to plug anything? Um. You know, listen to the Bitch Coast every week. That's and the so Combat much. Jack show. Yeah. They already yeah. listen to the Combat Jack. They already. But just in case there's one of our listeners out there that don't listen to the Combat Jack okay, show. Okay, so, so listen to the Combat Jack show. The Jaquavis Coleman episode. The ja- Jaquavis yeah. Coleman episode. is our current <laughs> episode up right now. It's doing phenomenal. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on SoundCloud. Just Google us. Um, at Combat Jack show on Twitter. Uh, at Combat underscore Jack on Twitter. That's my personal. Uh, Reggie Ose, O-S-S-E, one word, Reggie, R-E-G-G-I-E-O-S-S-E on Instagram. And um, nah, man, live your dreams, y'all. That's so dope. We thank you. Forever family. Yes. Are you plugging anything? I'm not plugging nothing. Okay. They know. They've listened to this point. Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. wait. One more thing. One more thing. Um, Be on the lookout for um, this collaboration that I'm doing in the Loudspeakers Network, which is my network that we're doing with Gimlet Media and Spotify. It's coming out um, in April. It's a six-episodic series on the life and death of Chris Lighty. The show is called Mogul, The Life and Death of Chris Lighty. And uh, like I said, I do it for the culture, and because I love this podcast culture so much, my goal is to, like, expand the dimensions Uh of what we do because it's... that will be dope. And we would definitely be supporting it's a movie, that. Dog. Chris Lighty was so important to the He's culture. So. I'm about to play y'all the trailer after we I can't wait to see yeah. it. Yeah. I feel He's special that I get to see it. Right. No, no, it's, it's not see it. It's not see it. It's all podcasts. It's all theater of the mind. Oh wow. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Internets. Internet. Bitches. 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 We talking to you too. All right. Uh, follow us at Navalista on Twitter at Ashley Antoinette on Instagram at bitch code underscore KC at bitch code underscore V V E E. If you like the podcast, tell everybody. If you didn't like it, keep it to yourself. Don't tell. Motherfucking soul. Motherfucking soul. And we out. It's the bitch code.